1: If you've reached the end of these meditations, then you must be a spiritually hungry person who earnestly desires to bless the Lord. Consider adding that to your inner narrative. We're now on day 31. We covered a lot of ground. Please take some time and take note of what spoke to your specific needs. Consider reviewing the material also A way to reinforce what you've gained is to share both insights and your journey with others. And please, expect growth. Be encouraged. God will help you change and strengthen your godly inner narrative. Through the scripture's testimony, we can believe with integrity and without exaggeration that he wants the best for you. It is also apparent that he desires increased fellowship with you. Peter encouraged his readers, grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Messiah. 2 Peter three, eighteen a A means of growing in relationship with him is through being in agreement with him. A significant sphere of agreement with Father has to do with how you view yourself, talk to yourself, and speak about yourself. All these interactions transpire within the framework of God's presence. You really can give God's presence pleasure through your words and meditations concerning yourself. This is not an obsessive narcissistic fixation, it is a significant aspect of your sanctification. For most people, their words and thoughts could use some adjustment. Take heart, God will help you. One way he helps is through strengthening our decisions. He blesses our weak attempts to change. Like an encounter Jesus had in a synagogue, we stretch out our withered hand and he heals it as we do. Mark 3, 5. He said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out and his hand was restored. Called to prioritize the kingdom's righteousness. Righteousness. Dear friend, the goal of these meditations is not to help you become happier. The goal is that your inner narrative would be a blessing to the God who made you. Getting happier is like a side benefit of seeking to give God's presence pleasure. The Lord, Jesus, promised that if we seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, what we require for our life and godliness will be given to us. This principle is well known. Jesus instructed his disciples to sublimate their concerns for material things and seek God's kingdom first. The Messiah said, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Matthew six thirty three. I suggest that the same thing is true concerning happiness. Along those lines, a way you can pursue the kingdom and his righteousness is by submitting to God's direction as regards your identity and the way you think of yourself and speak to yourself. Make no mistake, your Lord does want you to be happy, fortunate, and blessed. The Messiah released blessing and gave instruction as to how to be blessed in the Beatitudes. He repeatedly said, blessed are the, and then there's a list of people who are blessed. The Greek word translated blessed is makarios. It corresponds to a Hebrew word that means the same thing, ashrei It conveys the meaning of being in a state which is so good that it is worthy of envy. Now, about blessing. The first thing God did after creating humanity revealed an aspect of his purpose in creating us. He blessed us. A reason we were created was to be blessed. The son of God became incarnate and died in your place to secure your blessing. This is a good ingredient to add to your inner narrative. As you reorder your inner narrative and embrace biblical and spiritually intuited identity matters, your soul will be blessed. I know that this can be challenging. A friend quoted one of his mentors who reported that the Spirit of the Lord said to him something like, Bob, you and I are not compatible. And I don't change. I believe we need to continually adjust as we are aware of being adjusted. I find all of heaven's adjustments to be somewhat challenging, even those which are very positive or comforting. For instance, imagine that you received an angelic visitation and one reason for it was to bring to your attention the overflow of heaven's affection for you. This happened to Daniel. Three times the prophet was told that he was highly esteemed. Daniel nine twenty three, Daniel 10, 11, and 19. In biblical Hebrew, this word, chamudah, is properly defined as desirable, choice, describing a precious treasure. By the way, in modern Hebrew, it is used to describe someone who is a, sweet, Or B. Charming or C. Delightful or D. Cute or calling someone darling or honey. I have a question for you. How easily does your soul maintain a sense of God's pleasure? How easy is it for you to slip back into the normal way you view yourself? Let me remind you of the way the kingdom of God works. God incarnate said that the word, sown as seed, is contested. Jesus said that it requires diligent faithfulness to allow the revelation to do its work. The adversary seeks to steal the word from heaven. Luke 8, 12. Those beside the road are those who have heard then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they will not believe and be saved we are called to steward it luke 8:15 but the seed in the good soil these are the ones who have heard the word in an honest and good heart and hold it fast and bear fruit with perseverance god wants you to receive the truths about who you are in his sight. Along these lines, in 2014, my wife and I were in Germany participating in training some worship leaders. By the way, that school was under the instruction and leadership of Leonard Jones, whose music we use on this podcast in the beginning and the end of each program. I'm going to start from the beginning of this paragraph. Along these lines, in 2014, my wife and I were in Germany participating in training some worship leaders. I was there to help them understand God's love a little better. I noticed a knee-jerk deflection of compliments. Please don't tell me that I have a good voice. I dare not receive any appreciation. The glory goes to God who will not share his glory with another. Just then, I had an illumination about how to deal with affirmations. Basically, it is to receive them as if you were enjoying a good cup of coffee. As God's image, we were created to enjoy being appreciated. I told them to enjoy the compliment and return thanks to God for the appreciation of others as if they were expressing gratitude for that aforementioned coffee. It looks like this. Responding to the one giving the compliment, thank you for the encouragement. In the secret place of your heart, God, thank you for the appreciation I just received. I enjoyed it. Thank you for it, and thank you for enabling me to do that which inspired the compliment. Apply the same principle to God's evaluation of you as you integrate his view of you into your inner narrative. There are so many wonder-filled truths that pertain to you and every child of God. In addition, as if they were not enough, your uniqueness is something worth appreciating appreciate yourself in obedience to god and give him the praise you received your uniqueness from god himself 1 corinthians 4 7b what do you have that you did not receive and if you did receive it why do you boast as if you had not received it beware of a harsh introspective conscience That comes out of a classical culture, which was given to perfectionism. This problem has been around for a long time. A pagan Roman philosopher warned against perfectionism. Cicero wrote, if you can learn to stop expecting impossible perfection in yourself and others, you may find the happiness that has always eluded you. Man is his own worst enemy. Don't be your own enemy. Remember this exhortation. Your inner demeanor is to be deliberately kind, helpful, compassionate, and favorable towards yourself. Get free. Compare unyielding perfectionism with Paul's evaluation of himself. Philippians 3 verse 6b As to the righteousness which is in the law found blameless that is quite a contrast with the type of perfectionism in which many are acculturated it is similar to david's view of himself psalm 18 20 the lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness according to the cleanness of my hands he has recompensed me David's attitude towards himself was so favorable as to be almost embarrassing. It's funny, but somehow we've been trained by our culture in the opposite attitude. Which attitude is closer to the biblical standard? What do you think? If you find yourself to be a channel for rotten, unedifying inner speech, please repent as you look to God for help. Lamentations 521a, Restore us to you, O Lord, that we may be restored. When Israel was about to enter Canaan, they were brought to a point of decision. With your permission, I'd like to do the same with you. We have a choice to make. The Lord urged his people to embrace that which would cause them to thrive, so Allow me to start signing off with this exhortation from Deuteronomy chapter 30. Choose life. Finally, I want to add a paraphrase of a favorite benediction, 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14. The Messiah's favor, the Father's affection, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. Amen and Amen. Let us say amen, and may this reality increasingly be yours as you steadfastly continue to make progress as you pray. May the words of my mouth and my heart's deepest thoughts give your presence pleasure. May blessings be exponentially multiplied to you and yours.
0: Love and War is written and presented by David Harwood. Editing is by David and Sammy Avino, who is also the producer and technical advisor for the podcast. David is the pastor of Restoration Fellowship in Glencove, New York, and the author of the books God's True Love and For the Sake of the Fathers. To purchase copies of David's books, please go to loveofgodproject.org. The theme song for this podcast is Skirmish from the album Combustion, which was written and performed by Leonard Jones. Additional episodes of Love and War can be downloaded on the Podbean app or through iTunes. For more information on Love and War, Restoration Fellowship, God's True Love, or For the Sake of the Fathers, visit us on restorationfellowshipny.com, loveofgodproject.org, book.forthesakeofthefathers.com, or you can follow us on Facebook at Restoration Fellowship NY, Love of God Project, Love and War DH, and For the Sake of the Fathers. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email David at Love and War underscore DH at Yahoo.com. As always, please remember to share Love and War and support us by leaving a positive review on iTunes and Podbeam.